Hello, fellow foodpreneurs. Uh, it's time for episode 15, and today we are talking about entrepreneur mindset. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, where we are building profitable food businesses, one product, one process, one thought at a time. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannensteel. Hello, my friends. What is up? What a crazy, crazy week here. And I am so excited to be doing this podcast because basically it means I get to like sit down and think about nothing but serving some of my favorite people on the planet by giving you information so that you can run your business. And I'm completely cracking up while I'm doing this because I'll put, I'll post some pictures, but I, my uh, office is up above a really fabulous restaurant and I want to give a shout out to Gather in Yarmouth, Maine because Matt, the owner, helped me carry some really heavy boxes up the stairs. So we love you, Matt. Thank you so much. And um, they're downstairs, like the kitchen is getting ready for dinner prep and stuff like that. And I swear to God, they're playing polka music, except it's like heavy metal polka music. I just can't even, it's cracking me up. So anyway, so that's the background music uh, in the in my office for the podcast today. <laughs> so it's pretty hilarious. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. And today we're talking about business planning and entrepreneur entrepreneur mindset and what really that magic formula is because I tell you what I totally have it you know I read and listen to a ton of books I listen to self-help books business books entrepreneurship books and I was recently listening to out of our minds by Sir Ken Robinson and he's an expert on education and creativity and gave one of the most listened to TED talks ever, which was tied to his book called The Element. He talks with hundreds of entrepreneurs a year, businesses and civic groups and things like that. And he's noticed that there's really one thing that sets the best leaders and entrepreneurs apart. And with my clients, I totally agree with him on this one thing. And what is it? Well, it's flexibility. Oftentimes my clients think that their creativity is reflected in their food or their product. Well, I think, and Sir Robinson thinks, that there is an equally important part of the creative process for entrepreneurs and that's mental flexibility. You know, I was at a client's recently and we were working through some issues and I pulled out the thought model and the strive model and we just dove right on in. It is not easy to sit in front of a consultant like me and think honestly about everything that's going wrong in your business, but the ability to stand in your truth and be honest about your workplace is incredibly powerful. It shows a flexibility of mind that frankly many people don't have. The ability to say, huh, I haven't thought about it that way, and then think about an issue a different way is the single biggest differentiator between success and failure. And what if I told you that there was a way to really achieve that success? What if I just gave you the formula? And I want to say that it's magic and it will solve all your problems because it will. You will gain so much clarity on who you are and where you are going. 
You are going to make decisions faster and make more money. You will create authority and agency in your own life and really live as an emotional adult. You're gonna sleep better, I promise, and most importantly, you're gonna show up to yourself and your business in the way that you want to show up. And that's what you want, right? That's what you thought about when you dreamt of owning your own business or running your own department. Clarity and agency to do what you think is best. And that is where understanding your own mind comes in. The thought models and strive are so important to do every day so that you understand what's going on in your business. And you know, in our power group, we do them every day to understand how we think about our prerequisite programs and our HACCP planning and things. Because all roads lead to Rome, like how you think about one thing, how you do one thing, is how you do everything and so we do thought models to understand what we're thinking every single day because the work of entrepreneurship is the work of knowing what you're supposed to do and doing it and that's really the magic formula one we write down what we're going to do two we do it and three we deal with what happens when we don't do our work so let's dive into that. What do I mean by write down what you're gonna do when it comes to entrepreneur mindset? Well, it's pretty obvious what I mean when it comes to SOPs, like you're gonna write down what you do. <laughs> but writing down what you do from an entrepreneur mindset just means that write down in a journal, on a piece of paper, somewhere on a reminder that pops up on your phone every day what you're gonna do. Okay, a lot of us, this looks like calendaring. I sit and I calendar every single day and I calendar in, record a podcast. I calendar in, look at my client spreadsheets and do client work and respond to emails. And I get everything done in the amount of time that I've set forth to go do that. And I think it's episode 11, time management, where I talk about that system. Okay. So not only is it important to write down what you're doing, it's important to calendar it. That's another form of writing it down. But what really you have to do, okay, from a big, before you start calendaring anything, you have to pick something. You have to pick an outcome. You know, here in my office, I have written on the whiteboard two things. What is the outcome I would like? And we have time to solve this. I was having a conversation with my coach, a guy named Walt Hampton, who I highly recommend. He's a great guy, runs Summit Success. And I was trying to solve a problem. And he's like, so Michelle, what's the outcome that you would like? Well, I, I thought about an outcome. I picked an outcome and I committed to it, okay? So there are outcomes that you could commit to. Pass an audit. That's an outcome. Land customers that mean you'll grow by 20%. Hire a safety manager and develop a robust safety program. Determine your outcome and work yourself backwards from there. Okay, because the other thing I have written on my whiteboard is we have time to solve this. You do not have to be in a hurry to solve every single problem, okay? Because the magic of writing what you're gonna do means that you can commit and that's the hard part 
you commit and you constrain yourself to one path. Go back and listen to episode five. Okay, listen to the story about the babushka and her granddaughter. And imagine how that story would have ended with if they if they just been solid in their commitment if they were committed to getting to town with their wares intact instead of just wanting to sell their product right because that's how the story starts wanting a result frankly isn't enough believing that you can get to town isn't enough. Man, I believe I can build a $1 billion company by 2043. And that and a subway token will get me to, you know, Midtown when I'm in the West Village. <laughs> okay. I need commitment. Okay. Think about it this way. Indecision about what you are doing in your business is like saying you want to climb Mount Washington. And then when you get a quarter of the way up one path, you turn around and pick another path. Indecision, my friends, leads to losing your ass. Is commitment hard? Well, I don't think it's particularly hard. I'm coming up on my 13th wedding anniversary this spring, and committing to my amazing husband was frankly one of the easiest things that I did. Staying committed to our marriage, not sleeping around, that you know, all the things that you do when you're committed to somebody, that is not particularly difficult. Committing to vet school wasn't that hard either. Yes, exams, rotations, all that sort of stuff was tough, but the commitment, no. Because in both cases, I was 100% committed to the outcome. How did I do all that? It's because I committed to the outcome, not the how, the outcome. You know, as anybody who is willing to go to vet school knows, most of us, apply to multiple different vet schools because the dream is to become a doctor of veterinary medicine. The how is the school that you go to and almost any of us are willing to go to any school because all doctorates of veterinary medicine are basically created equal. If you can practice, you can practice and nobody ever cares what grade you got in renal physiology. Okay, because it's the doctorate that matters. We are 100% committed to the outcome, not the how. If I already knew how to be married, I'd have been married. If I already knew how to be vet, I wouldn't have needed vet school. And that's really where flexibility comes in. Entrepreneurial flexibility isn't the same as indecision. Entrepreneurial flexibility is committing to an outcome and not knowing the how, and being flexible in the how, not flexible in the commitment. So what does it mean to be flexible in the how? Well, let's take it our favorite example, getting a third party audit. If that is the outcome that you're committed to and you don't have a third party audit, well, you're gonna have to learn to do new things and be uncomfortable to get there. It means looking at the audit standards and being okay with them, not arguing with them. You can argue with the audit standards after you pass the audit. <laughs> but there's a really key difference between being flexible and being indecisive. Flexible is saying, I don't know what resources it'll take to get my third party audit, but I will figure it out. Indecisive is saying, well, maybe my customers don't need this after all, or I can go after customers who don't want a third party audit. One is showing up 
to yourself and to your business. And one is quitting. Quitting does not get you to your goal any faster, my friends. It feels good in the moment and that's it. Showing up to yourself and to your business will merely land you in discomfort half the time as you achieve your goal. Being uncomfortable is part of the process. You can be uncomfortable and be doing everything just right. So you've written down your commitment and now break it down into what you have to do. Write that down too and then schedule time on your calendar to go do it no matter what. When you show up to yourself, to your business and to your commitments, you teach yourself that you can be uncomfortable and do the work anyway. But when you quit ahead of time, you teach yourself that quitting feels okay. Go download the Strive handout at www.sfbdi.com episode 15 and do the thinking that you need to do to move into massive actions for your goals. Decide, commit, and move forward. Decide whether you want to teach yourself how to quit or whether you want to teach yourself how to show up. And if things happen and you don't show up to yourself, do not pack it all in and decide to give up. That's exactly when you're most powerful is when you have quit on yourself, but then you're willing to pick yourself back up and really teach yourself how to show up by not giving up and not quitting on your quitting. <laughs> so go pull out your journal and figure out what you're committed to. Pick something that you're gonna do no matter what. Write it down, break down what you need to do to follow through. If you don't know, well, there's no better way to figure out what you need to do than by picking something and doing it. If it doesn't happen to get you to your outcome, you'll certainly know more than you did before you actually did something. Just keep doing something in commitment and pursuit of your goal. And I know it's easier to do nothing, to remain squishy in your commitments and not really go anywhere. But as we like to say around here, my friends, you can either have the things you want in your life or you can have the reasons you don't. Do you want your outcome bad enough to move through all the blocks to your commitment? Go be flexible and build the business you were meant to build. Have a fabulous week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Hey, are you looking to connect with me over the growth and scale of your business? Well, we've got this really great new way to do it. Head on over to sfbdi.com slash blueprint and learn how you can get on a phone call with me and have 30 minutes that's going to like change your life and change the direction of growth and scale in your business. Love to talk to you soon. You've been listening to Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele on the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast. We hope you loved the show. For more information and show notes, please find us at sfbdi.com. Thanks for listening.